Hello, podcast listeners. My name is Alan Barr, and you are listening to The Alan Barr Show. This is a podcast on technology, business, self-improvement, and other topics. Today's topic, I'm going to try something different, and I'm going to be reading through a summary of a recent news article about topics related to Kubernetes. This article is about this topic called the principle of ephemerality. I'll go more into that in a little bit. I'm going to talk about some updates and we'll see if in the past episode I shared the Veterans United Home Loans conference and we had a great time. Uh, there's been a lot of value that's happened since that point. Uh, I've had a lot of conversations with engineers that are really excited about joining the team and learning more about DevLab and Kubernetes and all the uh, future that we're going to be doing with the VU and the development of our platform. And I'm so excited about that. I've been so excited to see what we've done and how we can continue to grow that. Every week I'm hearing a new story of someone joining their journey for platform engineering, for Kubernetes, for developing this very difficult, hard problem that we're all trying to. For many of us in this journey to determine what is a platform, how can we serve our business, how much work and effort is involved. There's almost too much to know. And I think it's almost impossible for all of us to learn all these different things. So the more that we can serve each other uh, through presentations, for telling the stories, it's really hard to remember, but about 10 months of effort have gone into the development of DevLab. And it was not easy at all. We've been really great at compressing our schedule in the past. But as we continue to change, we have new teams, there is a new season. Now I'm in the same place I've been since the beginning, dedicated to this development of DevLab. Uh, but there's always going to be new people that come in. We have a great opportunity in front of us. There's about seven people that have reached out to our teams to find out if they are a good group with us. And it's unclear who is actually going to stick around. You know, we don't know. We have no idea. I don't really focus a whole lot on that. I want people to be excited and happy. And the same vision I've told since the beginning is the same one. We're focused on hospitality and serving other people. And that's it. There isn't anything else we need to go depth into. Um, it's the same story we've had since the beginning. There's going to be a lot of difficult work in front of us. And unfortunately, we can't, we can't do it all. We can still continue our cross-functional team. But the more this team gets bigger, the more there are stakeholders, the more there are new features, uh, it's going to become really difficult and harder for us to continue to communicate and to understand what are we changing and how can we improve it. And what we're starting to see is that there are some really hard, difficult questions and thoughts that are not clear and simple for us to answer. Something that seems easy, like service auth Z, is something we could easily change, right? But unfortunately, there are going to be many difficult conversations over time. It's not as simple and easy that we could just change one code 
there are some long changing challenges that we'll need to deal with. And I'm excited about that in particular because these are not being solved by every single business. These are really normal, basic issues that any business is gonna need to deal with at some point. The amount of time and effort it's gonna take, it's going to become more complicated and difficult in the future. There's not gonna be any easier than what we can deal with at this point. And that's why I'm the most excited about this idea behind inner source. Now imagine many of you outside are already familiar with this idea of open source. And for many businesses, this is not a very easy tool. It's not simple and normal for people that are working in a business. They're thinking of whatever their job is, some business thing. I wonder how many businesses out there are not really ready to contribute with open source or even any open source. And I imagine that there's so much value that's possible there, but it's really hard to do that, right? You need a lot of ability. You have to do some research. You have to communicate. It's very challenging. And a lot of people are really excited about open source. I am for sure. Personally, I don't put a lot of my time into open source or me sending some message about someone making a change. Sometimes I might have someone ask a change. That's pretty rare for me, but when it comes to open source, I like to work on inner source with my coworkers. I, I love this idea. I love going into GitLab. I love going through the issues. I like letting people know that, hey, we need to get a new version of this code out there and let's let people out there. Uh, but this is very new for people out there. They may not even know that that's an option. They don't know that they can actually answer that or uh, maybe they're expecting a certain kind of answer from people. Uh, so this is all new knowledge for many people. It's not something that they're maybe used to. They're, they're probably used to a certain kind of job that they're used to doing and nothing else. And that's all that they can do, right? But I don't think that we have to do it that way. We can change how we want to build our systems together. This is the whole point of DevLab. Why we become really excited about this platform itself is that it doesn't need to be one single team of people to do all that work. Provided that we can all get on the alignment around product strategy for DevLab. And from there, we can all work together with pull requests and other topics so that we can continue to grow and exchange Idea. The whole point of DevLab has been about experiment. Ultimately, collaborating with whoever we decide to collaborate together because this is what the point of this business is. Before I talk about the article today, I want to call out Will Lamb. He is an excellent DevOps engineer and he's been working in this business for a long time. I remember one time Will had this idea that there were all these virtual machines sitting around the place and they kept having this issue where whenever somebody was done with something, they forgot about it. And over time it became becomes a huge problem for everybody. We think that's very clear and simple, but as soon as one person has to open it up and look around, did someone use this VM? What's going on? It is so annoying and one day will decided you know what we can do something about this this is something simple we could use something like ephemeral development 
What I love about this story is that someone had a really need and they figured out how to achieve it and it got a lot of excitement. Overall, a lot of people were able to do more work without being impacted by other people that more time of a developer or a DevOps is able to use that time to something more valuable. And I think that's a really good example. Another issue I saw recently was uh, one person that you know checks our schedule to see are we you know still using our resources for our databases and it's a completely clear information of this table there's nothing being used but I'm being asked like are you using it right and we need to offer more ephemeral options like we can't do that anymore like we could live that in the past when we had a couple databases but when you have thousands, it's not going to work. We can't use people's time for that kind of simple stuff. This episode is about this article about the principle of ephemerality. The idea of this article comes from this business called ChainGuard. And the point of ChainGuard is to identify your pipeline and how do you determine that it's secure and all those things, right? It's the most important uh, problem in software these days that I think people are really thinking about how to improve that. And I learned this from Carlos Santana. Carlos is really big into open source and Kubernetes, and I really recommend checking out his newsletter because uh, there's all kinds of really great articles that um, I think we could all benefit if you really focused on Kubernetes. In this article, I'm going to really just talk about the summary that I read because there's a lot of information that's probably really new for a lot of people in Kubernetes. If you're still working with virtual machines, you should really try to reduce that. And if you are, really make sure that you're making sure things are working, right? Like there are so many problems that we're doing with virtual machine already that we really need to get away from that because it's already so difficult to to not do that now. Uh, so we need to go towards containerization as much as possible uh, because changing stuff is really hard, right? In this article that I'm uh, summarizing here, this first part is about ephemerality is in 2022. Like we need to really get big into that uh, at all as much as possible. That's the whole point of DevLab so far. If you can get away from it, it's so much better. It's so much easier. Like if you go through those, the old VM systems, it's just so painful. There's so many things that you have to change and there's there's very much you can do about that, right? So um, unfortunately, stateful is still really hard. It's still not that great. Uh, keep doing backups and failovers. The whole point of ephemerality is that we're not making ourselves more problems in the future. Uh, we don't want to have to do that. We can just not. We can just not do that now. It's it's not a problem anymore. So let's continue to move forward so that we can use our time more wisely and make sure that things are as secure as much as possible because it's going to make it more easier in a moment. Attestation. Okay, it sounds really hard, right? Since so many words in the sound, right? But it's a really simple idea. All we need to do is have some evidence that something happened, right? And we have that with software all the single time where we actually really don't know where it is right now and when we can check that it's actually working, right? But we have the tools now with Kubernetes and all these different tools. And if we're running a really long enterprise, now Kubernetes may not be the best tool at the moment. It's still kind of you know figuring that out, right? It's not the best tools. Uh, but the information is all there, right? We can really use this today. Uh, and if it's still not super clear to you, what the way you can think of this is 
like a COVID test. If you're going out of the country, you probably need a lot of information about where you're gonna travel and did you have your COVID test? And you might need to have a long history of that over time. I don't think that's the case, but let's go through that a little bit. Uh, but the idea here is the attestation is this plan that over time, even though even though someone goes into your software and takes something from your business and you at least have a long history of what you were trying to do if you lost that information. This might be a big problem for companies in the future because we have a lot of compliance. Some point in time in the future, someone will have a very old system and we will have to ask ourselves, we cannot pay our cyber insurance. I don't know if that's a real problem just yet, but that's a continuing issue for many businesses. The more that you can think about the possible issues of your software, the more secure you'll be in the future. Still kind of early, but we'll figure that out. The last topic we're gonna talk about with this article is this idea of this very good system of a combination of tools. So this is really just combining and shortening an app's lifespan. It makes it more likely that an attacker will fail because we're gonna use so many different tools to keep someone from getting access and knowing about it because usually the problem is that a problem didn't happen that you didn't know when it was going to happen right imagine in the future where someone is trying to get access to a system they may not have a choice at all to even get access because in order to get any type of access it will be short-lived and the more short-lived the more likely that we'll have a security problem all right, so this is the end of the episode. Thank you for listening. This is trying something a little bit different. Uh, the reason is because I'm really trying to improve my speaking. And at some point, let me know if this is interesting or helpful. The reason I want to do more of this is because one, I want to improve my speaking. Two, I really want to hear things that people want to learn from us. And I'm very excited about Kubernetes, uh, APIs, development, security. There's so much that's possible. So what I'm looking for are others that are interested in something that you want to hear more from me. If you're interested in product development, if you're interested in product strategy, if you're interested in Kubernetes, so on and so forth, I'm going to keep going on this goal and we'll see where it goes, right? So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you every single time. Uh, please let me know if it's interesting, if there's something I could improve. I'd really like to do that. And uh, have a great week. See ya.